Welcome, everyone, to episode 340 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be our four in February selection. We do it every year. Uh, I I think we're just going to kind of play this one by ear. I know we've had different ways of doing it in the past, but I think we're just going to kind of randomly decide on four games we're going to play. I know Eric is going to do one game in one February. One in February. Right? Yeah. Massive undertaking. Yeah, one 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 full on game. Hey, it's understandable. Uh, you never know what can happen when you have a baby. You may not sleep for a month. Yeah. So, yeah. should we explain what four in February is for the non initiated? Yeah, if you haven't joined us before, so four in February uh, was this started by Joystick many moons ago? I think they're the ones that started. I'm pretty it. sure Corey invented it. Corey invented it. Yep. They stole it from us. Yeah, just I, like I, everything else, Dan. I think what it was, I don't know if it was somebody at Joystick, but like Joystick ran the first article about it. Okay. Uh, like somebody, maybe it was one of their journalists or something. Somebody made that commitment and then they ran an article about it and then it kind of took off from there. Yeah. And I'm not sure who owns the brand now, but there is a Facebook page and somebody runs it because I commented on it today. Uh-huh. And I said uh, about that time, is it that time of year again? And whoever runs the page responded by saying, no, it's January. And I was like, <laughs> right. Great. Corey, I yeah. liked their comment, by the way. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That is funny. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, what it is, at least the genesis of the idea was uh, we all have backlogs, some bigger than others. But, yeah, it's a it's a way to kind of wade through your pile of shame and try to try to beat those games that have been either sitting on a shelf or sitting in your steam library. Uh, you know, it, in our case, I think uh, at least Corey anyway, plans on playing some of the games that he missed from last year. So, um, it's a, it's a w- way to good way to do that. You know, February yeah. is a shortened month. It's a great time to try to try to beat four games. So that's our main topic. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Ooh, I do. Will, I do. I Will, do. Will, Will does. I got uh, three games that I played this week. I've played uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, mm-hmm. which I probably won't talk too much about because we're either going to be doing an episode or a hangover on it within mm-hmm. the coming week. Um, I've played through Nier Automata, and I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also have uh, some good and bad news for Dragon Ball Super to tease and nibble bits. Oh, no. Yeah. So oh, Sweet. Okay. Nice. Looking forward to that news. I actually, oh, you will. <laughs> I have something to chime in about for Dragon Ball Z. We'll talk about it later. So, yeah, it's Dance only, back uh, on the wagon. No, it's only a br- <laughs> <laughs> it's only a brief snippet. Oh, this is gonna be a fun night. <laughs> when, uh, when you show Max Dragon Ball in. Z, Dan. They're honestly my my two oldest are obsessed with Pokemon right now, so I don't think I could get them to watch anything else. Oh no! Yeah, uh, they're watching good, the good. all the Pokemon I hope animes. Pokemon's. Oh no! 
Book one's not bad. It's pretty good. X and Y is really good, at least. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the X and Y one. It's really good. The one, the old one's not very good. No, that I it, watched when I was younger. It really does not hold up well. I say younger, but I was I was a teenager when I started watching that. So I was like, it was, meant for, it was meant for children. No kidding. <laughs> uh, I played a lot of Darkest Dungeon on Switch, which I will cool. talk about. Um, so that's 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 mostly what I played this week. Corey, do you have anything you want to tease? Yeah, I played a game I hadn't heard of until this week called Slay the Spire, mm-hmm. which I ended up really, really loving. So I'm excited to talk about that. I also played about 10 minutes of Lost Sphere that came out. What was that, Tuesday? Oh, mm-hmm. so you bought it. Um, I did not buy it, but I also played Spell Force 3, which came out last year. Yeah. Which uh, I also enjoyed, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Okay. What about you, Eric? What do you got? I played <clears throat> more Super Mario Odyssey uh-huh. and Fortnite. And that's it. All right. Sounds good. So let's get into our 4 in February selection. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I put, I don't know, seven games on my list. Uh, I wanted to add more, but I just plum ran out of time. So... I don't know how you guys want to do it. What, what, why don't we start with uh, Eric? Eric's yeah, got one, get mine one, out of the way early. One, one game you're going to get uh, for, for for February. So what uh, what's what's on your list? What do you want to well, <laughs> potentially beat? I had narrowed it down myself, forgetting that uh, the whole point of this was for you guys to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was hoping SteamWorld Dig 2 would suffice, because I really mm-hmm. liked that game a lot. And yeah. uh, I wanted to get back to it. And really, Switch right now is probably the only safe place for me to say okay yeah i'll be able to beat a game yep um but there's also a chance that i'm going to purchase mario and rabbits this week i was just gonna suggest that i was gonna i was gonna say if you do end up buying that would that be a possibility to, to how long to is it um i believe it took me 30 hours but i did a lot of the side side stuff it took me like 15 eric okay around. yeah that's doable so it all, you know, it depends if I get it. But right. those were the two two games that uh, I had in mind because I think Stardew Valley is probably too long. Stardew Valley is really long. Yeah. yeah. And those are, you know, I, I guess I no, not Zelda. I'm too far into. Uh, I feel like be considered. Um, that's pretty much what I have on my Switch. So. Okay. Did you have any? Yeah. I know you had mentioned two uh, shorter PC games. Is there anything? It would be one of yours, Dan, if there okay. was one. Oh, so okay. if anything, if anything comes to mind, anything I'm, I, I don't think so. Not anything that that you probably have that you haven't played already. What about a game like Pyre on PS4? Uh, it's not it's just super tough long. For, it's just tough for me to be able to say I'd have I'd be able to sit in front of the TV. Yeah. I want you to play Pyre when the timing is right for you to be able to sit down and like actually play, play through it. Eighteen years. You know, I've been listening to uh, <laughs> a, a another podcast, uh, and they were talking about Pyre. Is it pretty heavy, like reading? Yes. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm it is. Hate that game. It is. It is a lot of reading. I never, never yeah. even thought of that. I'm gonna hate that game. Yeah. Uh, it's like a honest, novel. Honestly, after. Ugh. I stopped noticing after like half an hour that I was reading, which is usually what happens with a, with a game like that or uh, Divinity or um, Pillars of Eternity was another one with a lot of reading. It, it annoyed me at first, but then I just kind of forget that I'm reading. Like watching a movie. Problem is, I'm, I will skip through all of it. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know. yeah, that's 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 the rub because I think a lot of us. One of the things we really liked about it was you know the story. The story, yeah. Yeah. See, it's yeah. So you'd miss out on the reading the, is going to the best aspects of that game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, SteamWorld Dig Two or Mario and Rabbids. I think if I end up getting Mario and Rabbids, I'd rather do that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, cool yeah. with whatever one you want to do. That's what I would yeah. pick, personally. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would pick that as well. Uh, SteamWorld Dig Two was good, but settled. Yeah, I, I, I should have added the caveat. I have not played SteamWorld Dig Two, but I know you. It's have good. I I really liked what I played of it. <clears throat> I'd probably start it over though. I wasn't too far in. The Switch is a uh, perfect console for. Parents. Oh my god, Dan! You couldn't be more right. It's great. Yeah. I just lay in bed. <clears throat> the wife's feeding the baby and play my switch, but I'm also there in the room if she yep. needs anything. It's great. There, if you if you need to pop up, you don't have to like yeah. find a save. You just click the the, yeah. bu- the button and it's fantastic. It's <laughs> I got to get a new switch. Yeah. God damn it. Yes, you do. Switch and a baby, Corey. <laughs> they they come hand in hand. <laughs> you really you really screwed up, Corey. <laughs> I did. I really did. I'll, At least you I'll can buy it. them now. Yeah, I was I was right about that. I knew you would regret it. Well, at the time I was oh, kind of okay. well, I was in a different place financially then too, and I don't think I don't think I could have kept that thing without catching hell. Uh, okay, <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> I probably did the right thing, but <laughs> I probably will end up getting another one. So. Okay, so for Eric, we're we're looking at Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, or uh, or Steam World Dig Two. If you don't end up, yeah, if you don't end up getting Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, then Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, well, I think I was last week. I said uh, if if Mario and Rabbids goes on sale, I'll probably buy it. Uh huh. Sure as shit. It's on yeah. What's the sale price? Forty two. Forty two. Yeah. Worth it. You know the Nintendo games don't often go on sale, so no, yeah, no, they don't, especially digital. I know. I was very surprised when I saw that. I clicked on the sale. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe it'll be on sale. And sure enough, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go next. Hit it, Dan. So on my list, I've got Hellblade: Snow's Sacrifice, one I wanted to play last year and never got around to. It's in Corey's Steam library, so. We're going to have to make sure my Steam library is synced up with Corey's because they always sync and desync. And I thought I had it figured out why. And it turns out I didn't. <laughs> so I just have to make we just have to make sure it's synced up. I don't think I've ever gotten disconnected from you guys. I'm no. not synced up to anybody right now. Yeah, so mine, I don't know why that keeps happening to you guys. Mine goes back and forth. Like I'll look one day and I won't have anybody's games on there. And then I'll go back a few days later and half of the people on my list games will be there. And then I'll come back and everyone's games like I don't I have no idea what's going on. It's obnoxious. It's weird. Is it something as simple as my computer is not on so you don't get my games? I feel like it's something like that. I had thought for a while that maybe the versions of Steam were different, like someone was behind on a patch, and that's why. Yeah, but I, it doesn't. Well, seem you guys like don't. It. You guys don't leave your computers on all the time, do you? No. Because I, I, I don't think t- I've ever logged in and not seen your guys' games. Yeah, my computer is rarely off. My computer is rarely off too. Mine's almost always off, oh. except when I'm using it. So it's, it's your fault, then. Yeah. You're the problem. Oh, and the person who hasn't been disconnected once, Corey. 
<laughs> so yeah, I got Hellblade, uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, Killer is Dead, which I've had on my list for the past few years. I don't even really fully understand what the game's about, but it looks neat. That was my uh, question. <laughs> What's that? Nobody's picking that one. Okay. <laughs> I, th- um, I think you're right, Eric. <laughs> DMC, Devil May Cry. Oh yeah, which I've been really meaning to play because I know the controls on that game are exquisite, which I like. Mad Max, which I've had a few times. I think I that was the one game I didn't end up beating last year that was on my four in February list. What was it? Mad Max. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Portal Two, which I feel like I need to be at some point. Um, that's been on my list for the past couple years too. And then Steam World Heist, which I have in my Steam library, but I would be. I could be persuaded to buy it on the Switch because I would rather play it on the Switch. Uh, and then any, I'm open to suggestions too. If someone has a suggestion for me, that Dan, they want. what were the first two you said? It was Hellblade and Cosmic Star Heroine. I want you to play Hellblade because I'm interested to see. Yeah, I figured that would be on the list because I know Corey's putting that on his list. That's one Indeed. he wanted to do. So, well, I'm only going to pick it for one of you, and since you said it first, I'm picking that one. <laughs> Hellblade. Dan, I didn't love Cosmic Star Heroin. I didn't beat it, but I think you'd you'd really like it, though. Yeah. I think you would, too, actually. That's one I would probably play on the Steam Link. That would be a good one to play on Steam Link. Yeah. Um, DMC, Devil May Cry, was a good game, but, like, when did that it's, come out? Like 2011? It's old, yeah. Hey, chill I don't know. I, not not that I don't know what you'd get out of it at this point. I guess is Dan likes games like that, though. I do. <clears throat> uh, I, as I said, I'm also open to suggestions. If anyone has anything else they want to throw on the table, Finding Paradise. Finding Paradise, man. I don't know if I emotionally could do that right now. <laughs> okay, that's a fair. Frat. A little fragile. <laughs> is that the <laughs> not really, but is that the folks, the good folks that made um, what's the other one? To the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Try to think what I played recently, Dan. That I'm like, you gotta play it. You'd love it. Yeah. Do you guys have anything that you can think of? Anything to add to the list? Fortnite. I don't know. You can't really beat that. I don't know. You... Get a win. Well, it, oh, yeah, get a man. win. Yeah, yeah. That would be a bitch. That would be <laughs> a doing bitch. It solo. <laughs> I was going to say, especially if I'm playing by myself. Oh, man, that would be awful. Be a hell of a challenge for you, Dan. It would be a hell of a challenge. <laughs> in my younger days, I might have been willing to take on that challenge. But, you know, I'm getting up there in my years. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Honestly... I was leaning towards DMC uh, because I'm a big fan of that game. I thought that game was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, as Eric said, likes those games. I mean, you, the, he played the Risen franchise, so it's far better than that too. Yeah, and it's leaps and bounds better. Uh, so that's what I was leaning towards. Okay, I, I was hoping you'd pick that one. Well, yeah. So it's down to Corey. Oh, so that's what you're going with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I got the confirmation from you. I just need one person to be like, yeah. Second. <laughs> yeah, second bit. All right. All right, I'm in. Well, I'm thinking, I mean, Portal 2 is a game that needs to be played. I agree. I'm, 
kind of ashamed that I have not played Portal 2 yet. But I'm more interested to talk to you about Cosmic Star Heroin. Uh-huh. So it's between those two. What do you guys think? Portal. Well, I still have to pick a game myself, too. So. Good point. Yeah, I'll give you Portal. Portal? Okay. So I just have to pick a game for myself then, huh? Yeah. I almost want to like leave it open-ended so I can... Nah, I won't do that. I'll pick something. I need this is the thing about four in February is it's about focus, you know. Yeah, you, you get true. that. Yeah, you don't want to leave it open ended. No, you get that situation where you like you get overwhelmed by how many games you have in your Steam backlog. <laughs> What'd you put on your um, game that got away? Um, Divinity. I think Divinity was my top one. Oh, I have my list right here, right in front of my fat face. That might be a good. A good one to add to this mix. It's a different, different kind of game because you've got Hellblade, you've got DMC, and you've got Portal Two. So you've got your your action adventure, two action adventures, a puzzle, and then an RPG. Okay, Divinity Original Sin Two, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which I've since completed, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, Whew. Resident Evil Seven, and Splatoon Two, which doesn't really have a way to beat it. If you're thinking about any of those, I would pick Divinity. Uh, the length, though, right? Yeah. That's, if I have a bunch of other games to beat, I don't know if I could... Well, espe- Especially the way I like to play that type of game, which is try to do everything. Well, I okay, could end up spending over 100 hours on that game. Look at it like this. DMC, Hellblade, and Portal will probably total you 20 hours. 20 no. Yeah, oh yeah. DMC is no more than twelve. Portal's very short, and so no. Is, Portal uh, Two is actually relatively long. It's a lot longer than the first one. I think the how long to beat is like eighteen hours. Really? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I'm let's, pretty sure. Let's I have a look. Before. Eight and six a half. hours. Portal Two. Main story eight and a half. Yeah. Okay. Completionist nineteen and a half. But Go home, you're drunk, Dan. See, I would probably be between those two, though. You're not gonna know, Corey. You know how I don't. Am. Dan's don't tell Dan how to play a game. You're gonna be so relieved. You're gonna be so relieved when you complete a puzzle that you're not gonna worry about the extra stuff. Okay. All right. So we got well, DMC. What'd you say? It was twelve hours? I want to say it was like twelve. Yeah. And I then Hellblade Hel- seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So that's twenty five. Okay. Right. Am I doing? DMC main and extra is 11 and a half. Okay, that's probably what I would be. All right. Do you just want to throw another 40 hours on that? No. (laughs) Because I I mean, Bayonetta is coming out partway through the month, so I'm going to be playing that when that comes out. Uh, I feel like there's other things that are coming out in February. Is that Bayonetta 3 or the old ones? It's 1 and 2. It's two, and then the there's a digital. You can get a digital copy of one with the purchase of two. You could just play Bayonetta one or two. No, because I already beat those games. This is about playing the backlog. Okay. You know. Speaking of hours, Eric, Steam World Dig Two is seven. Perfect. Mar- Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle is twenty one and a half. Know which one of those sounds better to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
How long is Mad Max? Look up Mad Max. Mad Max means... Yeah. 37.5 for main and extra. Whew. That's real long. So long. All right. So we definitely have DMC and Hellblade. Corey, you're, you're, you said Portal 2, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or that is that Divinity option, Dan. 51 hours. Well, yeah, but I, I, hours 14. I have 30 hours, and I am just finished the first act. So I'm <laughs> not going to hit the 50-hour mark. No, probably not. I think it's over 30. I think it's like 33 or something like that. Um, still look up Steam World Heist because that's a game I could get on the Switch, and that would probably not conflict with my PC game time half. much. Fifteen and a half. Okay. Hmm. You know, what? I'll do Cosmic Star Heroin. I'll give. I'll. I'll have an indie game in there. Dan, I was hoping you were gonna pick that. Yeah. Me too. So Hellblade, Cosmic Star Heroin, DMC, and Portal 2. I like it. I usually put um, um, Darksiders. I put the Darksiders games on there in the past. I was going to do it again this year because the Darksiders 3 is supposed to come out this year. I was like, ah, no one's going to pick those. I'm not even going to bother putting them on my list. Darksiders 3 is now I'm already? more likely to pick that than Killer is Dead. Killer is Dead looks really interesting. Yeah. It just watch just watch a trailer. Can't do it, dude. The, the art style. Killer is Dead. Now I'm curious. It's it's something Will would probably like. It has a, like a persona. Got a five out of ten it. on IGN. What do they know? They're hacks. Say, a bunch of assholes over there anyway. <laughs> Mostly positive on Steam. Except for McCaffrey. I take it back about him. Hey, it looks <clears> cool. Yeah, it's got a persona vibe. I don't know how it plays. I think it's like an action game. Well, maybe. more games like this are all the Devil May Cries, and Good I'm point. into Devil May Cry. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Will, let's hear your games. Ooh, okay. So, my list that I uh, have, I think I have like 10 games listed, but uh, Oxenfree, Finding Paradise, Golf Story, Assassin's Creed Origins, Halo Wars 2, Pokemon Ultra Moon, Hellblade, Valkyria Chronicles, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Wolfenstein the New Colossus. Mass Effect. Okay. Mass Wolfenstein. Effect. <laughs> Wolfenstein? Mass Effect is... <laughs> really? That game's long. Oh, you're loaded up, brother. Man, I was really hoping Oxenfree and Finding Paradise were going to get picked. No. Not now. Well, Finding Paradise is now getting picked for me. Wolfenstein's not too long, right? No. Main story for Mass Effect is 19, Will. You will not beat it that quickly. He nope. could, theoretically. No. Nope. New Colossus is uh, 16 hours for main and extra. 10 for the main. Well, so I'm, that was really fast. Mass Effect Andromeda, Wolfenstein, the New Colossus, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Finding Paradise. How long is Assassin's um, Creed Oranges? 26 and a half for the main story. I don't know. 46 take a... for the main and extra. Yep, that's about <laughs> what it's going to be. 
You're going to have all this time, Will? I mm. will be picking up my playthrough on Assassin's Creed because I've only put three hours in. That's fine. Uh, so that's, Actually, why don't you restart it? That's a small fraction of what that game has to offer. I know. I've just got to Alexandria. Like, that's I just saw that. So, mm. I, was it last year where I got like 120 hours worth of hours for my four in February? And you didn't even start it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought he started one of the games and played uh, it for like an hour. Maybe. Yeah, no, you're right. I did start a game. Do you remember what it was? I think it was Oxenfree. Okay. And I really liked it and I wanted to play Oxenfree. <laughs> well, I'm uh as much as I want you to play Mass Effect Andromeda, I'm open to changing it for the sake of success. Uh I I uh, I would pick Oxen for your Finding Paradise as well. I, no, I'm cool with Mass Effect. It will get played at some point. Mass Effect? Yeah. So my guess is Oxenfree probably wouldn't, so maybe I'll pick that. I imagine you'll play Finding Paradise anyway at some point. To be honest, I was really hoping Finding Paradise and Oxenfree got picked so I could play both of them in like the span of two days and get them both done. I'll go with Oxenfree then. Okay. Because I do know Mass Effect will get played. I just don't know 100% when. Four hours for Oxenfree. Heck yes. That's on the Switch, too. Cut 15 hours out of your plays. Your your games. Okay, so Oxenfree, Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Finding Paradise. I like it. All right, Corey. What's the... Do we do how long for finding five hours for finding paradise main story? I'm just putting main story down in these. Yeah. Um, so I have Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Finding Paradise. Uh, I also have Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun. That game looks awesome and has reviewed very well. I also have Doom on here. That's a near, yeah, near Automata, um, Hand of Fate Two, AC Origins. Tooth and Tail, Divinity Original Sin 2, Hollow Knight, Salt and Sanctuary, and Dishonored 2. Damn, you got some good games on there, Corey. Oh, I'm going to change my pick. Yeah. So I tried to pick games that I know I'm going to play anyway, and also games that I feel like I should play, uh-huh. uh, and a few games I just think I'd really enjoy. So I really want to play Hellblade and Finding Paradise for this four in February. Because so, I... Go ahead, Will. I was going to say, my pick is dependent on what... So, Nier Automata was one that you had on there. Are you just doing one playthrough and then calling it? Yeah. I think you should do Finding Paradise and play through all of Nier when you have more time. So, are you picking Finding Paradise? I am. I was going to pick Nier if you were going to play more than just the A route. No, not a chance in hell. Not this month. Not February, anyway. Okay, because that game is best to be played fully. Which I still haven't done. I think that would be... Well, you'll, are you going to do that at some point? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm going to pick Hellblade for myself. Yep. Just because I really want to play that. And then I'll let Eric and Dan, you guys can pick the other two. I'm picking Salt and Sanctuary. <sighs> That could tooth, be tough. Tooth and Tail immediately jumped out at me. I think that's what I'm going to pick for you, Corey. 
Tooth and Tail. What do we got yeah. for that? How long to beat? Five hours for the main story. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's one I was really interested in playing too. That's why. That's why I picked it. Well, and Eric wants Salton Sanctuary. What's that? What's Tooth and Tail? It's a strategy game. Oh. It's um. It's a simplified real time strategy game, uh, based on animals. It's almost like a dystopian oh, red. It's like a dystopian red wall. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Is it on Switch? No, no, I just, I wish. I think it's just on PC, maybe coming to PS4. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, if I hear a game is on Switch, I'm 50% more likely to buy it. Oh, yeah, me too. I want everything on the Switch. Everything. Other than first-person shooters, eh, probably not. But other than that, yes. All right, so I've got Finding Finding Paradise at five hours, Hellblade at seven, Salt and Sanctuary at 15 and a half, and Tooth and Tail at five. Nice. Salt and Sanctuary is that uh, like side-scrolling Dark Souls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be that's going to be a task. That was like uh, was it the first year we did this? I did I picked Super Meat Boy or I got Super Meat Boy in my thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Dan, I see they put that out on Switch. Yeah, I've heard I good things. I, might, I think I might purchase it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Seems like a good place to play it. Yep. Um, okay. That was relatively easy. Yeah, that painless. Was pretty pretty simple. Uh so what day what day is February first? I have no idea what today even is. It is next Thursday, a week from today. Thursday. Oh okay. wow. Oh, so when we're podcasting. Podcast is gonna interfere big time. Yeah, damn it. It's like I'll be playing Oxen Free while we're recording. <laughs> I could probably, I don't know, all my games are PC games. I was going to say, I could probably play while we're recording too, but... I could play Switch while we're recording. None of them are on the Switch. You could. You could. Um, all right, shall we get into Nibble Bits? Yeah, Dan, let's do it. Okay. Um, Will, start with you. So, my first one is a very, very tragic thing to me and uh, Corey, but Dragon Ball Super's last episode is going to be in March. Uh, according to a Japanese site, Sanspo, uh, the production for the Dragon Ball series has been halted, uh, but they have been on to say it's not like the series is finished, so no one has really any idea if they're just taking a hiatus or if they're going to be doing a brand new uh, anime completely. So there's a couple things that I've kind of been, have been speculated on the Dragon Ball Z subreddit, but... I guess anime shows take hiatuses quite often. Uh, so Dragon Ball Super has run for two years consecutively and hasn't taken a break. So that's like a pretty big deal. So that could be another thing is they're going to let the English dub catch up because the English dub is over 120 episodes behind, uh, which is like crazy. Uh, and they're also going to be working on a, mo- a new movie. So I don't know if they're uh, allocating resources to work on the movie as opposed to the anime for a bit if they're going to take like a year off. So uh, that was horrible, horrible news that I got Thursday night. It is kind of a bummer, but I kind of like that they they do that in Japan. They don't drive a series into the ground. They'll do it for a while until, you know, they they feel like they've run out of creative juju and then they'll take a break and start it up again later with a different approach. Yeah, I'll be interested because if they're just going to return with the name Super, if they're going to launch a new series. 
I don't know. How many how many seasons of Super have they done? Oh man, they do it in thirteen episode segments. Is a hundred twenty? There's oh, going to wow. be a hundred and thirty episodes. Okay. But Dragon Ball Z had thirty episode seasons, so yeah, and they did nine. So I'll be interested. I really like everything they've been doing too. Like I like all of the new char- characters that they've introduced, like Beerus and Whis and all the other universes. So like I was really excited to like see more from the universe, and then just like that, it's taken from me. Sorry, buddy. That's all right. I'll be talking a little bit more Dragon Ball Super in my week, so because I watched it in Japanese for the first time. Nice. So. Uh, and also, my other one is the first piece of DLC for the Valkyria Chronicles 4 has been announced, and that is that you can get the characters from the first Valkyria Chronicles to be in your squad. So it's like uh, Welkin, Alicia, and Isara can be uh, in your squad. So uh-huh. that's a cool little thing for people who are very into the Valkyria Chronicles series. Nice. Yeah, and that's it for me. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Dan, I have two pieces of news today. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I didn't see that anybody tweeted this out, so I apologize if somebody didn't. I just missed it. Um, God of War for PS4 got a release date of April 20th. Mm-hmm. Well, not too far away for one of their big hitters this year, so that's exciting. Um, and my second piece of news comes by way of Xbox Game Pass. Um, so Microsoft announced that included in your game pass subscription, you will now have access launch day to all Microsoft published exclusive games, such as sea of thieves or state of decay two or crackdown three. That's not a bad deal. Yeah. I think uh, that's probably going to end up being how I try sea of thieves. Uh So I think that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. uh, So a subscription to that, you know, I didn't look at like a yearly price, but it's $10 a month. I did look into that. It's not bad. Yeah. So if you just want to, if you want to play Sea of Thieves, you can just sign up for Game Pass for a month for 10 bucks and play it. And then... Yes. That, that's what I do with uh, Origin Access, too. If there's a couple of their games that I want to try, I just sign up for a month, which is, I think it's $6 for a month. Yeah. I mean, there's some good games on there. There's like um, Halo 5, Gears 4. uh, There's another big one. Metal Gear 5 is on there. Forza. So there's some good stuff on there. Saints Row 4. Forza's? Uh, Maybe. I don't know if I saw those. Mad Max, Bioshock Infinite. There's some good stuff on there. Nice. Yeah. That's it for me. All right. Uh, I got two quick quick nibble bits. Uh, The first is there is two free PC games available. Right now on the Humble Store, they are the Amnesia games. So Amnesia, a dark Des- the Dark Descent, and then Amnesia, a Machine for Pigs. So if you're interest- interested in those, now's the time to uh, get them for free from hum- the Humble Store at HumbleBundle.com. Can't go wrong with free. No, not at all. No. And then my, and then my next nibble bit, Mitomo, is going to be shut down. <laughs> Uh, I realized that I had a lot of fun with Mitomo for half a day. Yep. Before it got <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Mitomo was terrible. <laughs> it's fun for five minutes. It's like Nintendo. Super Mario Run and Animal Crossing. Yep. Nintendo's yeah. mobile effort has not been great. Black Fire Emblem was good. 
They might be all right now. Or better yeah. now, at least. It was. It was. I mean, it was a decent, Oops. decent strategy game, you know. Yeah. No, you're you're right. For on the Fire. on the phone. Not a good Switch game, though. Apparently, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Corey. Nibble bits. Red Dead Redemption Two was listed on Amazon Mexico's page as a release date of July twelfth, two thousand eighteen. So that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, I can't remember what that original leak was. I don't think it was that day, but um, yeah, look forward to that. July twelfth. Who's buying that? I probably will. What if it doesn't come to PC? Probably won't. Don't you speak like that? No, you're probably right. If it does, I will get it on PC though. There's no reason not to put it on PC, but I don't. There hasn't been. They've been coy about it, so which means leads me to believe it's not going to come to PC. Did you say July 12th, Corey? July 12th, yep. It's a Thursday. Okay. I don't usually see those Thursday releases. Nope. No, you do not. Well, look at the the follow-up article. Red Dead Redemption 2 PC release? Yeah, nobody knows. Unknown. Stupid Red Dead Redemption. Anything else, Corey? Nope. How was your week? Um, let's see. I played a lot of video games, but it's not time to talk about video games yet. So I will talk <laughs> about some of the things I watched on Netflix. Uh, the Vault with James Franco. Has anybody seen that? Uh-uh. No. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I like the concept of it a lot. It's about a bank heist, and Clint Eastwood's daughter is in it. I didn't even know he had a daughter. Um not to mention a daughter who was an actress, but um, they're bank heist people, and it turns out the bank vault is haunted. So it's a pretty interesting take on the whole heist movie. Um, James Franco plays the bank assistant manager who kind of helps the heisters get into the vault. Um, Not a great movie, but a good, interesting, kind of spooky movie. Nonetheless, uh, we also watched The Open House, which is a new Netflix movie uh, that was terrible. Really interesting concept. The, the The main idea of the movie is that the character actually says as much in the movie uh, how awkward it is to host an open house when you're showing your house. You invite a bunch of random strangers in, let them mill about the house. At the end of the day, the realtor leaves, locks up doesn't really check the house or anything. Um, So that's kind of the idea behind this movie. Really good concept. I like how it ended, uh, but overall it was real bad, so I wouldn't bother watching it. Um, (laughs) I do hope there is, there is a sequel. It did. It felt like they were kind of trying to take the Blumhouse approach, you know, good concept, uh, decent execution on a shoestring budget, but the execution was bad. So, uh, not recommended. I, we also tried to watch the new Blade Runner movie. We put it on, and uh, I fell asleep in the first 15 minutes and woke up at the end credits. Nice. So, yeah, I missed the entirety of the movie. Sophie watched the whole thing. So Did there's she that. Like it? Yeah, she said it was it was pretty good. And well, she's a big um, what's his name? Cute guy, La La Land. Yeah, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah, Will thank Martha. you. Will Murtha from La La Land. 
Uh, she's a big Gosling fan, so she probably would have liked it anyway, even if it wasn't very good. But gotcha. I have a friend who watched that too. He told me he enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much. Oh, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk a little bit about working out. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, over the last two weeks, I've I've started officially started my my training for my big Spartan race at the end of April. Um, and the very first day was a benchmark test. <laughs> and what it was was um, and I texted Will help me out to remember right because I texted Will about it. But it's 20 push ups, 20 squat jumps and 20 burpees and then you do 15 push-ups 15 squat jumps 15 burpees 10 5 and then you're done uh and it said the the goal is to complete it in five minutes i have my time by the way oh you did do it i did do it okay yeah this will be this will be good then uh it took me 35 minutes (laughs) the goal is five the goal is five minutes yeah so uh, like this is the first time i've I worked out in months. So I was just basically trying not to die. And I felt awful. I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was going to puke. I was dizzy, like everything at one point, like I had laid on the floor for so long, just trying to (laughs) catch my breath and recover that I fell asleep, like in the middle of it for a couple minutes. (laughs) You know, it was, it was really bad, but I was, I was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to complete the challenge and, and see where I end up. It took me 35 minutes and it tells you at the end, like average uh, for men your age was seven minutes and 40 seconds or something like that. I don't, I don't see that. how that's possible. I'm second. like, well, Will, what was your time? Will's fit. Keep that in mind. Uh, 450. Nice. See? There you go. Oh, Will's already I think. Spartan. You've got, I mean, you've got to factor in the people that are actually trying the challenge for one, you know, yeah. I, it's yeah. not everyone that does that at, at our age group can do it because right. it, it would take me it would take me forever. And burpees that's if, are I, hard. if I didn't have a heart attack. What's a burpee? That's like when you when you, it's like when you like squat and push up and then you have to push yourself up and get back on your feet and jump. Yeah, you're basically uh, oh, okay. jumping. Yeah, yeah down into the push-up position yeah pushing yourself when, back uh, up yeah when i was in new york for a friend's bachelor party there was a guy there who insisted on doing burpees every now and again oh like, that guy kicked him right in the scrotum if i had had to <laughs> you ran into burpee guy a burpee guy was there he kept uh, trying to recruit people to do burpees with him and i'm like dude uh, we're trying to God. play magic over here nobody wants to do any fucking burpees burpees are the worst uh but what happens in the spartan race if you can't do the obstacle you have to do burpees in place of the obstacle. Oh, and I was reading, like, what do people recommend to do to prepare? You know, just trying to figure out my, my training regimen. And everybody said, just do burpees and you'll be fine. But burpees suck. So I'm not going to just do burpees. I <laughs> see so you got the burpee uh, demonstration going on in the chat. Window. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I want to give a little credit to, to Nike. I, I have the Nike, the Nike Fit. Is that what it's called? The Nike Fit app, uh, which is what I'm using. And I, I really recommend it for anybody that wants to work out because it tracks everything for you. It suggests workouts based on the information that you give them. You can put in, you know, beginner level, intermediate level, advanced level. Um, and I'm just doing one of their eight-week regimens, uh, body weight only, I put in. Because I, if I have to go to the gym every day, because I 
do it six days a week, like it's not going to happen. I'm just going to fail. So, but it ties into the Nike run app, which is also really cool. Uh, lots of features built into that. Um, just little things that I like about it. Like today, after I finished my workout, I unlocked a new challenge and it was Michael Jordan's, uh, sit up challenge or something like that. And it was 30 sit ups, but at the top of every sit up, you have to, you do a couple you know, left and right jabs and go back down. And I don't know. It's just little things like, like that. Torture. It's gamifying working out. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. And working out sucks. So anyway, they can make it better. Yeah. I mean, with the, with the run app, you can do like guided runs. You can have people talk to you the whole time while you, it ties into Spotify. So I have my music playing when I'm running. It's uh, it attract. I mean, you can see it on the map and everything. I don't know. It's cool. I like it technology man it's crazy right yeah Corey, you said because you sent us the results but i was looking at it and i had no context for what you were yeah what, I was what you met too. i uh, thought i thought you had the seven hell no so <laughs> dad dad told us the story over the weekend oh he did that's that's when i was like okay. oh okay that makes yeah, total sense. I, I, I talked to him about it because he was talking about his what they do in track practice. And I was like, well, I got a fitness story for you. <laughs> of course, I didn't ask you for clarification. Yeah. I, I just commented on your age. Yeah. I'm old. 30 years 30? old. 30, 30 to 39 was that average. I wonder what it would be for your, your age group, Will. Oh, God. Probably a little bit lower, but. I would probably be not at the goal, would be my guess. Oh man, check would. out this insane burpee battle coming up in the chat window. I can't burpee wait battle. to see how this ends up. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted... This room you never want to be in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. A couple, couple of tools battling it out, doing couple. burpees. Couple. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> Is there a bunch of... One minute burpee tools? battle. Oh man, I just yeah, want to see... There's a room full of 15, 20 of them. Uh, Oh, getting thanks. ready for this burpee battle. Well, are they taking pre-workout before they do it? <laughs> oh, protein. What is that? Uh, Unless it's some sort of that. Ma- that sort of thing makes me never want to be in shape. Just yeah. be a fat slug. Well, luckily for me, Dan, I don't think I got anything to worry about. I, I, I see. I wanted to, along with my weight loss, cut, try to get in shape this year. I don't know if it's going to happen. What? This is why people hate the fitness community. Exactly. That guy, oh, the guy on the right's man. cheating. He's not well, it's even. It's like vegans. There's, there's, there's so many of them that are just monster douchebags. <laughs> give everybody else a bad rap. Yeah, because the vast majority of people who work out, you wouldn't even have any idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But then yeah. you get in a room like this, and if, yep. apologies for folks that are just listening and not watching the video. <laughs> yeah. But just believe you me. It's a brutal watch. Oh okay. man, that was insane. How was how was your week, Eric? <laughs> good, Dan. My week was good. Um, I was trying to think. <clears throat> you know what? One thing I figured out this week is where I got this cough from. Um, I went on blood pressure medicine. Speaking of working out and how well that's going, uh, I went on blood pressure medicine, and uh-huh. that's what is causing my cough. Really? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. It's a side effect. We looked it up. Oh. Um, so I can't get rid of it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I started a new book that I'm really excited about reading. It's by Jordan Peterson. 
who is a uh, professor at the University of Toronto and formerly Harvard, I think, called 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos. I really like him. I, I discovered him on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, really smart guy. I just like the way he thinks. Um, so I'm really excited to start reading. I started last night, but I it was just reading through the forward and I kept falling asleep. Um, so yeah, I'll report uh-huh. back on that later. What was the uh, name of that book again, Eric? Yes, yeah, by Jordan Peterson, and it's called 12 Rules for Life, an Antidote to Chaos. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, let's see what else has been going on. You know, just getting used to the baby, uh, gearing up for when my wife goes back to work. That's going to suck. Um, but he's sleeping. He's starting to sleep much better. He actually only woke up once during the night the other night, which was awesome. Nice. Um, but he usually goes. He usually will wake up twice. That's well, not too bad. Yeah. Um, but that's been going on. The the first time he sleeps through the night, you'll wake up in the morning. You'll be like, "What? What? What the fuck happened? Yeah. What happened? Well, why? You know, why I'm, did I'm I not sure wake up? <laughs> most parents probably have this too. Like I, I still woke up a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I would just, like, listen to make sure I could hear him breathing or whatever. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think I really watched anything new. I've still it's just been watching The Office again. If you Me can too. Believe that. Me too, man. Yeah. That's all that's really going on with me. Yeah. Uh, one, of my, one of my twins wakes up probably, probably twice, twice a night now. Uh, and as soon as he starts making noise, I don't want him to wake his brother up, who's you know obviously sleeping in the same room. So I get in there as quickly as I can to you know settle him down. Yeah, but I can never fall right back asleep afterwards. So I mm-hmm. also have been watching The Office, and uh, it was the I watched the episode where uh, Michael breaks up with Pam's mom. <laughs> and She's too old. The, yeah, the the episode where Pam uh, hits Michael at the end of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, which I, I had forgotten about. Oh, that's uh, one of my favorites today. It's 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 the first time I've probably watched a TV show and like legitimately belly laughed in in quite a while because <laughs> she hits him and she yeah. she's like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> It um, was so good. I, I watched but, Cafe Disco today. That's oh yeah, favorites. okay. Yeah, I think we saw that a few nights ago because we're we're watching yeah. like three or four episodes at night. Yeah, uh, before bed to to kind of settle down. Every um, time I watch it, it it uh, reinforces the fact that our son's middle name is Michael after Michael, Michael Scott. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a great middle name. <laughs> But I, I decided this time around, because it's been a few years since I've latch, last watched The Office, but I really like uh, pregnant, uh, angry Pam as a character. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess I never really paid too much attention. I've really gained an appreciation for Stanley this, this time Stanley, around. Stanley, yeah. I've noticed yeah. you've gained an appreciation for him. Oh, man, just some of the one-liners. He just comes after Michael. with something. He's just so harsh after him, and he doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It is very good. I don't know if you guys ever spent any time on the Dunder Mifflin subreddit. No. Uh, but there's somebody floated a pretty interesting theory about Kevin and his gambling causing his divorce. And if you read between the lines and pick up on everything he says, it, it makes a lot of sense. Huh. I've got that vibe before with him. Pretty interesting, and it kind of endears you to Kevin a little bit more. I don't like thinking that hard about the office. 
I like The Office because you don't have to think about it. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I like to keep it simple. Keep it how it is. K-I-S-S. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep, keep Kevin stupid. simple and stupid, too. <laughs> oh, man. One, one last one. The one where uh, Holly comes in and thinks that Kevin has a mental handicap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You drive? <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Uh, so good. Hey. That was my word. Hey. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh, go ahead, Will, right? Yeah. Okay, Will, go ahead. Uh, so my first thing this week, I, I think I beat caffeine addiction. You did? I did. Oh, man. Uh, That's a great addiction to have. I will beat well, the big C. I don't get headaches anymore. <laughs> I don't get headaches anymore from not having my plethora of coffee and energy drinks during the course of the day. So now my only sources of caffeine are from green tea or pre-workout. So uh, I'm not completely caffeine-free, but I have cut back significantly. You know what? Um, well, I had a thought about your headaches. When I was about your age uh, was when I started working out a lot yeah and i noticed when i cracked my back and neck is when i would get really bad headaches see i get headache relief when i would crack my neck and back. well i've seen the way you crack your neck and it looks like you're gonna break your neck i it was actually but it doesn't walking. happen what's interesting about it is it doesn't happen right away it takes like 15 minutes half an hour before the headache actually hits and hit me it's eye strain Get your uh, eyes checked. I mean, you I don't have, have, I don't have yeah. headaches anymore, though. That's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get your I will eyes checked. I will say, Corey, I was walking to the bathroom uh, the other night, and I cracked my neck, and I cracked it so violently, I was a little worried. <laughs> yeah, you can really hurt yourself. I so, hurt myself cracking my neck once. What is it? You're only supposed to use one hand? You're not supposed to use any hands. Oh. <laughs> I... I Two hand grabbed my yeah, you, head. You, I've <laughs> seen you just grab your neck and just ninety <laughs> degrees shift it. Trying to go for the it. full exorcist on it. You guys, yeah. you guys remember that time? I think it was my 18th birthday when we were when we played tackle football in my backyard. Yeah, with Jared and Graham. Well, yeah. we were I, we were wrestling or something, and Graham put me in a, like a suplex, and as he dropped my head on the ground, you know, with with, with it between his legs, I heard my back and neck snap. And I oh, thought for pile sure driver. pile driver. That's what it is. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Oh my God, my neck is broken and I'm paralyzed for the rest of my life. That's but after how, laying there um, for a few minutes, I was like, no, I'm good. I think it was Jerry. The King Waller broke his neck doing that. Yeah. It's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, when, um, now after that, hmm. at, when Val turns the microwave on, do you forget who you are and piss your pants? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that started well before that. Corey. Yes. I started doing that as a young child. <laughs> was that the same birthday party when someone body slammed Jared onto our picnic table? Yes, that's we <laughs> that after we got done party. after we got done playing tackle football. That's what we that's what we we just you body slammed Jared. I just I vividly you remember think, Jared getting body slammed into me. our picnic it table. It was probably Chris that remember. did it. Cool, Corey. I immediately thought it was me, but it was not me. <laughs> it was probably Chris that did it. The, my one of my favorite memories of your birthday parties, Dan, was the uh-huh. year that um, we were hanging out on the porch, and I don't know if Graham had left or wasn't there yet, but your mom came out on the porch and thanked us all for being nice to Graham because he was 
a little more strange than the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never yes, forget that. Uh-oh. I can't wait to bring this up to her. And boy, yeah. was she right. Well, <laughs> sent me a happy that, that... new year message. Sent really? me a happy new year text. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I haven't heard from Graham since we played Risk Legacy. Well, I think the reason he house. did is I, I texted him. Graham, by the way, uh, friend of the, the pod, an early guest. Yeah. Early guest. Um, I texted him after playing a Fortnite match one night because you remember how his gamer tag used to be Figgy Pudding? Yeah. Somebody killed me and their name was Figgy Pudding. And I was like, hey, you're not playing Fortnite by any chance, are you? And he's like, no, no, I'm not. But I, was, I told him why. So I think that's why he. Oh, uh, gotcha. You reconnected with Graham. Well, yeah, but then I forgot to text him back. So we're back disconnected. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Anything else, Will? Yeah, a couple more things. Uh, I have a dilemma for making my school schedule that I need your guys' input on. Oh. Um, so I need to take two classes, math and chemistry. <laughs> My chemistry is 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and my lab is right after on Monday. That's fine. My math class is 6 to 7.50 on Tuesday, Thursday. So that's fine. That's all good and set up. But I need At to night? Take... Yeah. Oof. That'll be all right because I don't have anything during the course of the day. So. Oh, so you would just be going in for the math at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah, because my chemistry is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My math is Tuesday, Thursday. So herein lies the issue. Uh, I need to be full-time for a couple of reasons. Scholarship, uh, like an internship through work, I need to be full-time as well. So I need to take another class. Uh, I was going to take an online class. I saw a bunch that I wanted to take, but they're all full. So I've come down to (laughs) having to take a foreign language. Oh, yeah, German. Well, German wasn't offered. Oh, fuck. Your options like Italian? Italian and French. French, I want to learn French, but the problem is, is it interferes with my work schedule a little bit, so I would have to, like, change it a little bit, and I don't want to bother with what work. Does Italian interfere? Well, Italian works better because it's at 10. So I, my chemistry is 9 to 9.50. My Italian would be 10 to 10.50. And then on Mondays, my chem lab would be 11 to 1. So I'm going to be... I was going to take Italian. So there's this little website called Rate My Professor. Uh, so you type in the professor's name, and they'll have ratings on what students thought of that professor. My Italian professor has some of the worst reviews I've ever oh, seen on the no. website. Oof. So I don't know if I should well, what just... Are, what are, hold on a minute. What are the reviews? Like, what's the issue here? Yeah, I'll bring it up. Because, I mean, you can look at, like, you know, Amazon, anything, and get a shitty review. Uh, let's see. i got to find her name. Yeah, I'm interested here. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, this is going to take me a second to try and get her on here because her name is like four names. Huh. So I just, uh, while I'm looking this up, I just, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to have to drop this class and I don't think it would matter if I ended up having to drop it, but I just don't really want to. I kind of want to, every semester I end up dropping at least a class. Why, uh, why does it have to be a foreign language? It doesn't have to be. What about astronomy? 
Yeah. Well, I took astronomy already. Oh, all right. Take something easy, like I don't know. Well, I wanted to take uh, nutrition. Nutrition was what I was going to take. The teacher had glowing reviews. It was online, but they're not letting me join it because there's a waiting list already. Mm-hmm. Just show up. Yeah. Just, I, just when they call roll call, just say you're somebody else. Well, it's online. Just argue it. Oh, well. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Steal someone's identity. That's a possible uh, solution. Email the professor. Explain your situation. Say you're a committed student who will succeed. I don't know if they do that, though. You know? Yeah, they do that. Do they? Because I like if I had a rapport with this professor already, it would be pretty easy for me to do it. But the thing is, I don't. Well, it's not going to hurt to try. Yeah, you're right. If, I should. If, if that if that works best for your schedule and is what you're most interested in, I would absolutely just send an email. You know. So real quick, do you want me to read? There's only four rev- or five reviews from a professor here. Do you want me to read them? Yeah, real quick. They're short. Uh, she doesn't notice the whole class and has no idea what she's saying. When begging her to slow down and help you, she just moves. She continues moving on without giving you any time to practice. Goes fast and doesn't notice when the class has no idea what she's saying. Teacher is awful. She expects you to know everything. I have never taken any uh, language class, and she expected me to understand everything she said within the first couple days. She only speaks in Italian, expects you to do the same. Don't do it. This was the worst teacher I've ever had. Nice, but doesn't teach a language. I went to every class, studied for at least two hours every day, and still failed. Wow. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. I, that's probably definitely hyperbole. And maybe the teacher made them mad at some point. So they're Are like, there I'm any going. Good reviews for that teacher? There is not a single review above one out of five (laughs) i would avoid that honestly because here i am sitting i'm sitting here thinking well you know maybe i should just suck it up and just do it but i think you should suck it up this could be bad it could really screw you over too if you need to maintain full-time you know i wouldn't do it especially if it's something you have to put a ton of work into outside of like learning another language is not an easy thing to do like, I 100% want to take French, but the issue is it's later in the day and messes with my work schedule, and it's just kind of a pain for everybody yeah. to do it. So I kind of, like, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, I just won't take that. I really, really want to take nutrition. Like, that was what I wanted to take. I think but your best option here is what Corey said. Is email the professor. Yeah. Okay. How about classical guitar? Was that an option? See, a lot of the... The music classes are three credits, and you need uh, 12 to be full-time. So I would have been at 11 if I took a three-credit course. So I'm kind of like... I was, I literally spent four hours today trying to like mix and max like mix and max a schedule to try and figure out like what I could do. Yeah, email a nutrition person. All right, I'll do that right now while I talk about my last thing, and it'll be quick. Is I took or I had my first experience watching a anime in Japanese, and that was Dragon Ball Super. It's uh, better, right? No, oh. I don't like the Japanese voiceover. Mm. And something about like, and I, there was an AMA with the people who voiced uh, Goku and Vegeta. The people who watch on sub only are kind of elitist d bags, in my opinion. I would agree with that. They're like, ooh, I only like my experience authentic. I don't like that. I want the good American version of the show. 
So I'm going to continue watching it because I did really like it. I watched the Goku Black arc. I know Corey said that Goku Black is hot Goku, but it was actually one of the better arcs of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball in general. In my opinion, I really liked it. Um, but uh, I think I'm going to continue watching it just because I want more content and I can watch the English version while I watch the Japanese version kind of in tandem because they're going to be releasing now. So I think that's what I'm going to continue doing, but I definitely prefer the English voice over way more. Okay. Oh, and I know why. The main issue for me is like when there's a lot going on, on the screen and the characters are talking trash to each other while they're fighting. I don't know who's saying what. So, yeah, huh. that, that's something I don't really like. But that's it for me. Okay. Yeah, I just had a quick uh, Dragon Ball Z thought. There's an article, I don't know, somewhere, but it it told you how to with the release of Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, and all the popularity of Dragon Ball Super. It was a way, uh, web, an article somewhere that listed all the places where you could like legally watch the Dragon Ball Z episodes, and a lot of them you could watch just on the Funimation website. Yep, uh, that you can stream for for free, which is great. I actually watched the first, I don't know, two minutes of the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Yep. Yeah, they have the original and they have the Kai version on there. So. Yeah, is that when uh, Raditz or not Raditz Nappa? No, Raditz shows up. Yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't even make didn't it get that far. far. No. Not because I didn't want to, but I just want—I was testing it to see if it worked. It, I watched it on my phone actually. I actually downloaded the Funimation app uh, the other day, so like when I'm at school and like I don't have anything I can watch. Oh, there's an app. Yeah. Nice. I did not know that. Watch some Super on it. Cool. I've got Dragon Ball Fever. Well, you got Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z coming out tomorrow. Oh, you better believe I'm staying up so I can play it. Well, oh, I offered this... a challenge to you. I didn't Watch get any it. response. I I don't even bother. You Frieza, come on. What was that supposed to mean? You said Frieza. I will crush Frieza. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up with Frieza, boy. Yeah, well, I thought you were getting that on PC, man. Uh, No, I bought it on Xbox before I even thought about it. As soon as I learned I about the game, I bought it. I thought you messaged me saying you were thinking about buying it. On Down the, the road. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, for me, man, I don't think I have anything to talk about. I know I had stuff, but I didn't. I, I didn't write it down again. I've just been any spare second I have. I've been playing Darkest Dungeon, and then I watch The Office before I fall asleep. So that's like that's, a good routine, Dan. that's my life. It, well, my life is making bottles, making food, and driving people places, and then with the occasional switch in in there, and uh, yeah, the office right before bed. So, if you're ever wondering what I'm doing, it's one of those five things. Yeah. So let's get right into what we played, shall we? Uh, Will, we'll start with you. Ooh, what okay. did you play? So I played Near Automata. Uh, I beat Near Automata, and I completed all five playthroughs. Of wow! So I took me. I know a lot of people put like eighty hours into this game. I only put twenty five uh, for a specific reason. Like the second playthrough mirrors the first playthrough pretty heavily, so I kind of blitzed through that and only really only spent my time on the first playthrough. 
Uh, and then the third playthrough I kind of spent some time on. But when you complete the third playthrough, the other two endings are only like 15 minutes long uh, to get to them. So um, I had a lot of fun. Dan, I think I texted you saying that uh, what a game Nier Automata is. I think yeah. it's a really, really good game. I love the story that they told in it. Um, I did not expect the story to take the route that it took with it. And I really am looking forward to hearing what you think of it, Dan, when you play through more of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game goes places. And I was really, I kind of upset that I didn't play through it last year because this game would have won more awards for me. I think, yeah. uh, I don't think it really got the do. It was, it was spectacular. And really for me, like I said, I, uh, I liked the story stuff too, but for me, it, it was the controls, the control scheme and the yeah. perspective changes. And that's, you know, like I said, I got the, the weaker part of the story. The story really builds as you, as you have your, your playthroughs. Yep. Um, so, you know, for, for me, the game finished, I think it was third on my game of the year list with just, just based on the control scheme and the perspective changes mostly yeah. and a little bit of the story. The, pr- the perspective changes, Dan, get better and better too. Oh, uh, do they really? Yeah, they really do. That like there was just some moments in that game that I was just blown away by, Dean. I know we talked about when we did a pond hockey before we like started recording, like when you're in the factory with the religious cult, like that yeah. was unreal. Like that was such yeah. a cool moment and like there was so many more moments of that um in the game and I just I loved it. Yeah, I think an underrated part of the game too is um uh being able to tinker with 2B's programming. Yep. for different bonuses and stuff. That was awesome. Uh, so you could tailor that to you know tailor two B's, to tailor tailor two B's programming to your to your, you know, play style. Yeah, the auto awesome. evade like. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in oh. there that you could do. I don't you know. know I like I... how how some of the stuff that you would find in like a c- configuration menu is part of that too. Yeah, like that, yeah. seeing the heads up display and stuff like that, yep. I thought was pretty cool. Corey, did you? How much of that game did you play? Three and a half. Did you no, it was it? more than that. That yeah, was three and I liked a half, it. because I remember looking at your save and seeing the three and a half. I, I think I played it again after that, though. I got to uh, the um, the ruined city. Like the flooded city? No, it wasn't flooded. It was, there was a lot of green. I want to say the place was called like Sanctuary or something like that. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, uh, a different game. was it after the carnival? I don't remember a carnival. Yeah, okay. you would remember the carnival. Yeah, you would remember the carnival. Okay. So it was before it's the carnival. It's funny listening to um, people talk about Nier, because I've been listening to Giant Bomb's Game of the Year deliberations, the actual Game of the Year. Yeah. And um, there's two very staunch camps. One really had a problem with that game, and one really liked that game. Yeah. It's like 3v3. What is and- the problem with the game i'm just um, i was gonna ask do you remember one of them was the same thing i didn't like about it. i hate the way it looks um i think it just looks boring and bland um i think some 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 of them had control issues with it really? a lot of them the problem was that they didn't like that what it was asking of you to get the whole picture of the game i can see that too much of the player kind of like not respecting your time um so the big argument was which to, to either put Zelda or near at three or four, 
I think it was gotcha. on their game of the year list. I don't think control issues are a valid. Uh, I could be wrong about complaint. that. I, I feel like some one of them may have mentioned that, but okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess my take on the whole control thing would be. I, I could understand somebody complaining about that, but I think given all the things you can do, they did the best job possible with the control scheme. I think the controls are amazing. Yeah, I do too. But I, I guess I could understand why somebody who didn't spend a ton of time with the game would, would see that as a issue. Yeah, I guess like I if guess you're so. not really going to... played it for eight hours, is that enough? That's probably yeah. enough to do one playthrough, yeah. To 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 understand like what the game's about, I guess. Mm-hmm. And to get a feel for the controls at that point. I guess, like, it's not abundant. I I played, like, three hours of it and then didn't play it for a really long time and then came back to it. So I don't remember, like, what they taught you in the beginning. But I could see, like, people being confused about upgrading weapons or how the plug-in chips work and stuff like that. Yeah, that took me a while to figure out. Me too. So I can see people being put off by that a little bit. And I do agree, like, it does ask a lot of the player. Like, I was going to pick this game for Corey, but not if he wasn't going to complete more than one playthrough of it. You know? Like, he needs yeah. to do two or three even to get the full scope of the story. So I or, can see people not liking that. Could I just do one and watch it on you, the rest of it on YouTube? Yeah, you can. That's what I'm doing. I actually Unless, I, do. Do you feel like the additional playthroughs are like that different? I think in For my the story, yes. In from my what I've heard. in my opinion, the first playthrough and the second playthrough are very very similar. It's just told from a different perspective from a different character, so it's pretty closely t- like like together. Uh, so I blitzed through the second playthrough. I think I did it in maybe four hours. I want to say. Uh, but then the third story is when it alters between characters and there's different set pieces and there's more okay. story to it. So my, I, I guess my worry is beating it the first time and then just having to, like you said, blitz through the game again just to see a, a different two minute cutscene at the end. No, the, the third the third story like campaign or act or whatever you want to call it is a lot different. But the second one isn't. The second one is different because it's told from a different perspective, but uh, you're playing it... through the same stuff again. So you, um, you do you do you play as nine S? Yeah, you play as nine S. Okay. So that's I didn't I liked nine S a lot, especially in the third playthrough. But I didn't want to experience the story that I just did with two B again. Yeah. So yeah, I two B and nine S are together for most of the game. Yeah. So I saw everything like. It got interesting, Dan, like when, you know, when you were in the flooded city and all that stuff went down. And yeah. You lost night. Like that was interesting to get, like what happened while he was away from 2B. Oh, we gotcha. Like that was cool. Um, you also get a little small story stuff here and there about like the mach- the machines because he's a scanner robot. So like you or Android. So you get to learn more about that stuff. Nice. So that's near Automata. I loved that game, though. Um, it blows. It- <laughs> It's definitely a multi multi layered game, at least oh, yeah. from a from a story perspective. Oh yeah, that's that third playthrough. Wow, went was quite something. I thought. Well, I actually yes. What's up? I'm so interested to hear what you think about Horizon. That's that's uh, the next game. I'm not going to talk too much about Quiet. because we're going to do something on. So I'll do Life is Strange before before the storm really quick. 
Um, I don't even know what to say. I, I'll, I really, I loved it. Yeah, we won't say any more this than that. Okay, is we, really we, taking a turn. <laughs> we want, <laughs> we want to save the, uh, save it Christ. first. It's to the point. I texted Corey this. Something about life is strange just speaks to me and i don't know what it is right it's to the the music dan don't get in on this come on i'm totally in on this i i want to play through the first one again buying in but i'm disappointed in you dan i I want to play through the first one again (laughs) there's so much i want to say well i feel like playing through like the before the storm i think gives you much better perspective on playing through the first one again and i'll say i i love rachel amber's character Basically, this is what I'll say, then I'll leave it at that. Chloe Price and Max Caulfield, I did not want that to be the relationship. I thought that was forced. But I think Rachel Amber and Chloe Price is like a perfect like you. symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And I'll I get think... in Go ahead, Corey. I was just gonna say I think um my yeah, my main point was how much of a relief it was because you're like Chloe is like the angsty, annoying, obnoxious teen. And then she meets Rachel Amber and all of a sudden Chloe becomes the level headed one. And I, I don't know. I really appreciated that. I think it was yeah. a good character. Like and, you said, symbiotic They're their foil, I think is the literative word. Yeah. And like, I'll say like, while I played it, I, I felt bad for Rachel Amber, like the entire game. So, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll leave it at that. I cannot wait to do the spoiler episode on it. Me neither. Yeah, she has good. She has a good reason to be an angsty teen. Definitely. <laughs> uh, and Horizon Zero Dawn is the other thing I played. I'll say, like, I've played probably three of the best games that like came out last year, all like right in a row. Uh-huh. Um, I was think- I was thinking about it. I was like, if I completed all of these going into uh, like our game of the year discussion like my top five would have been the best top five like that we've had for like like quality of games in my opinion but horizon zero dawn eric i loved that game uh the art style of it is beautiful it's it looks so good like when um right off the bat when you're exploring the world because like right before you have to go to i think it's called mother's heart is like the place that you have to go to you're like doing these missions for rost and the the embrace in the very first part so like i'm just walking around and i'm seeing these like lush landscapes and like huge mountains and these robot dinosaurs running around i was taken aback by that because i don't think i've played a game that looks that good it's a good one it really is like the cutscenes with the character like our interactions like it just, it looks so real. I can't even believe that like I'm playing a game that looks like this. So that's the first thing. Second thing, I didn't think I would be that into the story. The story kind of it's surprisingly pretty good for story? what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I think it's because the main character is so strong. And that was my next point. I think Aloy is a great character yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. I've put four hours into the game, uh, so I'm not that far into it, but I think she's a phenomenal character. Yeah. Uh, and I really like, like, the turn when you did the um, the pa- the proving, like, I did not expect that to happen. What I thought was going to happen was they just weren't going to acknowledge you as a uh, an elder, I forgot what it was called, as a brave is what it was uh, for the Nora tribe. I just thought, like, something like that was going to happen. I didn't expect everybody to just get attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I was the proving was awesome. 
like that was a great scene uh, and a lot of fun to play and i'm really looking forward to really diving into more of this game i want to try and have it beat before february i don't know if i will but it's a week from now it on honestly all depends how next week goes with school starting but and with dragon ball fighter z coming out but like i want to have horizon beat so i can you gotta come get that ass whooping from frieza like uh, destroy you yeah will what about the frozen frozen wilds dlc i'm interested nice definitely interested. i mean i love snow so why can't this game come to pc right man but yeah no i i think it's fantastic i think it controls well it's a little difficult um and i haven't even gotten to the bigger the bigger enemies yet i'm just like yeah. dealing with uh the scrap the scrappers yeah, they, the they watchers i can see myself struggling uh well, there's a lot of here. different ways to attack them though I that's th- what that's why i said i wanted keyboard and mouse to play that game with i think stealth I is a, the way to go time for that game uh yeah i mean yeah for some parts it is i don't know if i just suck at aiming but i never felt like i did that much damage you gotta exploit their weaknesses mm. that's that's where i think the was the focus comes in handy yes uh and i don't think i use that as much as i should oh yeah i gotta do that so uh it's just really cool though like when i'm sneaking i can like see their stepping path yeah like I just think that's so cool. Like this is like a uh, 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 game that's like takes looks like it takes place back in the day, but like you're using there's just dinosaurs advanced that technology, are yeah. yeah advanced technology. Like that's just such a cool juxtaposition of you know the time period, but like what's actually going on. I think it's cool. Yeah, but. I probably would have had that third on my game of the year list behind, um, actually fourth behind Pyre, Breath of the Wild, and Life is Strange. Shame. <laughs> but no, it's a great game. I'm really looking forward to playing through it and beating it. You know, it'll be fun to do like 10 years from now is revisit our game of the year and do uh, edited versions that'd be cool i think that would be fun like based on our recollection of these games that came out 10 years ago <laughs> where we would rank them I'll tell you what i still remember the first life is strange that wouldn't be moving no probably not for me either <laughs> especially did after that, playing did that win the game new one year? yeah oh yeah you were mad <laughs> Unbelievable. You were so yeah. beside yourself, you couldn't even argue. I still am. See, I blacked it out. Because <laughs> it came but, out of nowhere. Uh, you didn't even know anything about the game really going in. That's not true. I knew about that shitty game. I uh, I hadn't even played it at that point, and it's it still won. So, I, you know, if oh, I had played it... It's a conspiracy theory. The... That, that's the problem here. That's why I, was, I continued oh, I to be upset. It was a conspiracy gotcha. between... Two members of our cast stuff in the ballot box. Yeah, the, the ballot box was awful full that evening. I certainly know what it looks like, but I I can assure you, for the authenticity of the no. show and our, our credentials moving forward, Will and I did not collude. We did I'll not talk about convinced. it. After I turned <laughs> in my there with nine eleven conspiracies, the two of you are. <laughs> The only thing I knew going in was that my dad said he didn't know what Corey's game of the year was. He had never heard of it, and that's all I knew. Yeah, life is strange. Perfect. All right, boys, I got to go. 
All right, man. Did you um, want to talk about Super Mario Odyssey real quick? No, no, I don't really have anything else to okay. add. I did, I did play some of the. Um, I'm confused as to what's going on a little bit. Um, there's just like some bosses around. Um, oh, I... uh, Peach's Kingdom. Yeah, Mushroom yep. Kingdom. There, yeah, there's the the Mushroom Kingdom. You go into the paintings to be harder versions of the bosses for moon. Okay. You need to collect more moons to unlock the darker side of the moon. I did unlock the dark side. There's another one after that that you have to get. I think you have to get a certain amount of moons to unlock. Yeah, now I need 250 moons. Yes, you, I think it has to be up to 500. So my time with Mario Odyssey is just about over. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I was close um, when I beat it. I think I had 425 or something, so I only needed a handful. Oh, yeah, I'm at like 250. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun game. I'll probably poke around here and there, but... Uh-huh. It's a good one to play, Eric. I know you have nephews and stuff that come and play. That would be like fun to do with yeah. a with somebody else, you know, go and hunt down some moons. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, boys. But yeah, right, not, nothing to add with Fortnite either. Same old, okay. same old. They did add some. Oh, that's not true. I did play it since the update. Uh, big fan of the update. Like I said, uh, my friend had mentioned to me there's a lot more in the environment. It seems like there's a lot better. Um, quality weapon drops which is nice you don't always feel like you're just running around with shit uh-huh. which is nice and they've added some new items um actually today they added the chug jug which gives you full health and full uh, full shield which is huge um but it takes 15 seconds to, to drink it so you can certainly get picked off in that time but uh big fan of the changes that i have seen to fortnite love that game nice and uh yeah Okay. All right, man. All right, gentlemen. Take it easy. Um, I guess I'll go next. I played Darkest Dungeon on the Switch for quite a bit. I wanted to have an hour count, uh, but last time I checked, it was still doing the purchased however many days ago. Uh, it didn't give me an hour count yet. So, I, But I would venture I put 15 to 20 hours in, maybe more, because uh, that's what I've played as much as I could the past few days. Uh, it's the perfect game to have on the Switch. Uh, and the reason why is the perfect blending of touchscreen and physical controls. Mm. Uh, and they, they're seamless. So if you have something on the menu and the menus that you're digging around in that you want to poke with your finger, you can do that. You can drag and drop like items and stuff with, with, you know, with your finger or you can do everything on the controls and it's like seamless. You just bounce back and forth between it's just, it plays so flawlessly. It took me a little while to figure out how to do everything. But uh, now that I've, I've learned how to, you know, access the, the uh, character roster and all this stuff and, and you know, the item descriptions, it's, it's perfect. So good, so good on the Switch. I, I, it's a great game to begin with, and uh, I think it's made better by by being on the Switch and having that perfect blend of touchscreen controls and and uh, physical controls. So, I definitely recommend. If you haven't played it yet, uh, it's a it's a recommend, easy recommend. And if you already own it, like I do on PC, and I think I put twenty five hours into the PC version. Um, it's, it's definitely worth a re repurchase just, just to have access to it all the time. Yeah. Cause, um, when I drop, I drop my daughter off, she, I have to drive away. So drop her off at, at preschool. And, uh, when I get home, a lot of times my twins are asleep in the car. So rather than wake them up and take them out of the car and take them inside and have them be miserable, I let them, I sit in the car with them while they take a nap. And 
uh, was it yesterday, the day before they slept the entire time my daughter was in preschool. So it was like an hour and 40 minutes that I sat in the car. <laughs> Luckily that day, I remember to bring my switch. So oh, nice. I sat in the car and played switch for that entire hour and 40 minutes or however long it was before I needed to leave again to pick up my daughter. And you didn't mind the wait one, one bit, did you? No, no, it was, it was nice. I I don't always remember and I get bored, uh, just being on my phone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to, nice to have the switch. I got to remember to do that because pretty much every time they're asleep and I at least get 20 minutes, half an hour. Like I said, my phone gets boring. So, uh, that's, I think, think that's all i played i don't believe i played anything else so yeah definite recommend what do you got Corey? so i played the first few minutes of lost sphere um <laughs> it, it's as advertised um it's an homage to all those rpgs that you know we know and love but uh i tend to agree with the reviews like it's too iterative uh, it doesn't really do its own thing. And I, I, granted, I know I've just played a, the first few minutes, but even the setup is just so cliche at this point, which I know is what they're going for. But it's like the best homage would be just to make a really good original role playing game. I feel like uh, Project Octopath Traveler is going to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. definitely. I agree. I agree 100 uh, percent. I can't wait for that game. But Actually, I the best comment I read about about uh, Lost Fear was that it feels like it was made in a RPG factory, like by uh, by a robot. Yep. I yeah. That too. I think I think that's very <laughs> apropos based on what I've played, which is kind of a bummer because I mean I'm rooting for Tokyo RPG Factory and and the games they put out, but I am Satsuna felt the same to me, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I don't know what the problem is you know it just doesn't it doesn't feel original it's uninteresting i'll probably play a little bit more but but we'll see um also played a little bit of spell force 3 just through the tutorial uh, that game's super interesting and what surprised me right off the bat was that one of the characters is voiced by the guy who does Geralt in the witcher oh uh-huh um i thought it was the main character but uh i played not realizing I was just in like the tutorial. And then it, after all of that, playing with this guy who voices Geralt, um, voicing one of the characters, then it allowed me to make my own character from there. Uh, so I did. But the most interesting thing to me for that game is the way they combine real-time strategy with a role-playing game, like almost like a Diablo or um, uh, what's a good good comparison, real-time trying to think do you remember like using the heroes in warcraft 3 frozen throne yeah Um, it's like that but i mean your characters are fully fleshed out with ability trees and uh inventory and all that stuff so in the tutorial what i did was i built up a small little base and it felt very age of empires the you know building lumber mills assigning workers to certain tasks building a barrack so i could build troopers and then i took my troopers to complete the quest and uh, the mission was to clear out a fort that some some rebels were hiding in, uh, so I did. And then I went into a dungeon with that with the group of heroes. And then from that point on, it felt very uh, very role playing gamey. Uh, whereas prior to that, it was real time strategy e. So I'm curious to see where the game ends up because it is a pretty cool genre mashup. 
uh, fantasy role playing game, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I've heard the name of of that game, but I've never I never heard anything about it other than just the name. And it, I mean, the name's not all that interesting. Yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. So. so I mean, it came out late last year, probably overlooked by a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll keep playing more, and I'll have a lot more to talk about moving forward. I think I only played like an hour of it or something like that. Nice. But the one game I played a ton of, I think I played probably, well, I know I played at least eight hours because that's how long it took me to beat it. Hey. Um, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. I knew nothing about this game. I was on Twitch the other day, and every now and again I like to look at the trending games, the popular games, um, to see what I'm, you know, what's in the conversation and what I'm missing out on and slay the spire was the first one I saw. And I'm like, I've never even heard of that. So I looked it up and it's like, Oh, it's your CCG role-playing game roguelike. And I'm like, sounds perfect. I'll check it out. It's only 16 bucks on steam. So I bought it. Um, probably the best 16 bucks I've spent in a very long time. Um, the way it works is, uh, it, it is a, it's sort of a CCG, but it's all single player and it's dungeon runs. So you pick your character to start, and um, it is, it's an early access game, I should also say. But uh, Polygon actually ran a really interesting article about it about a week ago that said um, one of the few early access games to start with really good gameplay and build it out from there, as opposed to the other way that a lot of early access games are built. Like, uh-huh. it's built on an idea. And then, yeah, the gameplay. We'll worry about gameplay, making fun, interesting gameplay later. Yeah. Um, and a lot of games never end up hitting the mark when it comes to that. But this game, I think, has really nailed the gameplay uh, out of the gate. It's incredibly addictive. Uh, has an art style similar to Darkest Dungeon, Dan, which is interesting that you talked about that. Oh. Um, but the way it works is you choose your character to start, and you unlock more as you play more. Um, and then you see the spire in front of you and it shows you all these paths you can go. Um, and they cross each other here and there. And each path has a number of different nodes on it. And the nodes can be something, um, like a minion. So, you know, you're going to do a basic minion battle and then there's like elite minions. So, you know, you're going to fight a a much harder minion, but the reward is better. Uh, there's also treasure chest nodes. So you're going to know you're going to get a treasure chest. There's a merchant node where you can go and buy and sell equipment and cards and stuff like that. There's also a rest node, uh, a question mark node, which can be anything. And then at the end of, uh, at the end of the spire is a boss and there's three acts. And when you beat the third act, you beat the game, which I did end up doing, but, the way it works is your abilities are cards. Um, did you guys ever play Card Hunter? No. Okay. I didn't uh, either. It's, it's similar to that. I guess that's the closest comparison of games that I've played. But um, it starts off, your deck is very simple. You have like six basic attack cards and six basic defend cards. Um and then as you go, you're unlocking cards as you're going through the dungeon run. So you're building your deck on the fly. Uh, And you have to make some tough decisions along the way because depending on the character that you choose, you kind of want to work towards a build of some sort. And that can be a number of different things. And it's kind of based on what happens to you. So there's a little bit of luck involved. Um, But you kind of want to get your deck to the point where it's very effective at doing one or maybe maybe two things. Um, But that's not always possible because sometimes uh, after you defeat a minion, you're given an option to choose three cards 
And one of them, all three cards might not really fit into your deck, so you're kind of forced into picking one. But there are ways to remove cards from your deck as you go. So if you go to the merchant, uh, you can pay a small fee with the gold that you've earned to remove a card from your deck, which is also handy because a lot of the events that happen, so if you go to one of those question mark nodes, it can be an event like um, you enter this tomb and it says like you can pick up this relic uh, but you're also going to pick up a curse card because of the action that you take. So you get a relic, which is something that gives you gives your character a boost, but you're also taking in a curse card. So the curse card uh, can really screw you because each turn you're drawing five cards, and if one of them is a curse card, it can be something bad that says something like, uh, for every card you didn't play this turn, take three damage. Um, so you kind of want to get that curse card out of your deck as soon as possible. Uh, and you can do that by purifying it somewhere, taking it to a merchant and selling it, um, what have you. But uh, yeah, the the gameplay loop is is extremely addictive. And one thing I really like about it that I don't feel like enough roguelikes do this, and I really feel like they need to, um, is when you play through and die, yes, you have to start all over again, but you're unlocking things as you go. And what you're unlocking is uh, the ability the ability to have other cards show up in the game. Uh, generally, they're better the more you play. So you're not... You're, See, I like you're, that because it feels yeah. like you're not wasting yeah. time. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's really, really smartly done. And I have a really hard time putting it down. It's it's one of those games where time just disappears and you lo- you lose out on a dungeon run and you just immediately start the other one because it's yeah. just that addictive yeah because there's there's games that don't maybe don't have like we talked about uh don't starve last week in that game you're rewarded with knowledge each playthrough you learn something new you know you got to take something from each dungeon run it can't be you know start over from scratch yep and there's also a nice feature where if you make it to the boss in or one of the bosses in the previous game that you died, when you start the game, a character will give you an extra item or something like that, uh, which I think is important, too. But it's like as it is right now in early access, I think it's a fantastic game and I see so much room for improvement and growth. I also think this would be a great game on mobile. It'd be a great game for the switch. Uh-huh. Um, it's 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 awesome. And it sounds uh, awesome, it, yeah. You guys, I really think you should both play it. I have it on my Steam account. At least try it. I'm gonna look into um, it. And it's only sixteen bucks, so if you want to buy it for yourself, go for it. But uh, yeah, it's I I love it, and it, it's fun to discover these games. You know, I had heard nothing ab- about it until I saw people playing it on Twitch, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. I will uh, I will try that. But can't recommend it enough. It doesn't look like there's any plans to bring it to Switch, but people are asking for it. Apparently, <laughs> overwhelmingly positive. Because of too. course they are. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I think it's one of those. It's like a Stardew Valley kind of thing. It's one of those things that it's going to come out on PC. Everybody's going to love it. It's going to get ported to everything. Highly recommended for me. Okay. Nice. Is that everything, Corey? More Hearthstone. Nothing interesting. I'm just I'm just going through the motions with that, just doing my quests and doing the tavern I brawl. I keep meaning and... to fire that up, and I just never think and, of it. Well, it's funny because I uh, told you, Dan, how much I love the Kobolds and Catacombs expansion because it's or uh, 
whatever you want to call it, adventure because it is like it's it's good single player content that lets you experience Hearthstone yeah. in a way you wouldn't be able to otherwise. And um, I think I think a game like Slay the Spire is perfect for people that enjoy that kind of game but want to do it in a more single player environment. Um, so many people just don't play Hearthstone because they don't have the time or energy to build a successful meta deck, yeah. which is the main gameplay mode is yeah. ranking up and you you have to have that deck to do that and people just don't have the time energy or resources to do it so i think a game like this is is a perfect answer for that this is a little off topic Corey, but there's a street near where our grandmother lives called hearthstone that i want really? to steal the sign for really <laughs> yeah i didn't know that you should t- take a picture i will i'll just steal it where is it it's off of you know this those roads up at the top of hillside. Yeah, it's one of those one of those little ones. Yeah, it has like it has like six houses on it or something. It's really small, but I wonder how many people stop to take pictures of that sign. I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. Live on that. I bet if, like, it, yeah, if you don't live there, you probably have no idea that it exists. Because yeah. I've I've lived here for I've lived in Endwell for twenty. Oh, not 20 years, like 17 years, and I didn't know it existed. You've been living in Endwell that long? Uh, yeah, I moved out when I was 20, so oh, I was 15, 15, 14 years, 15 years. Wow, that's that blows my mind. Yeah. That's crazy. I've been here, I was here as long as I lived in North Valley. Oh my god. So Stop, <laughs> that is, that's too much to take in. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I turned 35 this year. So I'm in the 35 to death demographic now. Gosh. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You mean nothing to, to, to marketing people. Nope. Oh, one thing I did want to mention, though, is how nice it was to get back into like playing video games again. I feel, I feel like it's been weeks since I've sat down with the game, got into it, and, and you know played something consistently. It's just been little snippets here and there of games I was trying to finish up or uh, you know. So it was nice to sink my teeth into something this past week. Yeah, I think we're all in that that boat. You know, it was yeah. just a, a good game week. It was. And then like I'm excited about the games that are coming out. Uh, I'm really disappointed I'm not going to be able to play Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Because I would buy that if it was on Steam. It's reviewing really well. 91 right now on open critic oh wow yeah so off to a good start then this year yeah. all right feedback um okay the first is from amanda who says hey guys did you ever come up with a giveaway for the games i sent in it was like abzu and three or four other games Gotta say, the Switch is my favorite gaming device. I've played about 100 hours of Zelda, played about 15 hours of Splatoon 2, and I beat Mario Odyssey. Wow. Uh, well done. Uh, I'm also 40 hours into Stardew Valley, trying to woo Shane. My first playthrough of Stardew was on PC, where I didn't do any of their character relationship stuff. I hardly ever use the Switch in console mode. I'm a strong believer of handheld. Wish I could play every game in handheld mode. How do you guys... How do you guys use your switch? More handheld or docked? Congrats on the new baby, Eric. Amanda from Baltimore. I'm going to text Eric and tell him Amanda says congrats. Yes. Um, we haven't done anything with the game giveaway, right? That you sent in? No, we haven't. And we should because they're good games. 
we should uh maybe next time we do uh a stream we'll get like more than two of us you know if we can get three or four of us on a stream then uh maybe we'll do the game giveaway then there you go for the games like our life is strange episode no i mean like us like us playing video games together as a group of at least three three or four so in another three years i'm available most nights as long as it's you know this time of night it's fine I'm usually fine too, actually. It's just those other two. Yeah. I, I rarely <laughs> go to bed before one, so oh, anytime geez. before that's fine. I haven't seen uh, one o'clock in a while. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that late, but you know, if you if you ever want to start at like nine, that's perfect. Dan, how do you do it? If I don't get like nine hours of sleep, I'm just worthless. It, it, there's a transition that you go through like when when my oldest was first born it took about a month to get used to not sleeping very much uh and then when my daughter was born it kicked the sleep deprivation into high gear so oh. now i sleep even less and then you just get used to sleeping like four and a half to five hours a night that's, that's crazy. incredible I, w- I mean i i generally get you know my seven to nine hours or whatever but um i will say i i only feel it like if i only get four hours or whatever i only feel it when i first get out of bed but then i don't really notice it throughout the day oh it's hard to get up most mornings when i know what i'm facing (laughs) first thing in the morning it's brutal it's difficult but you get used to it uh honestly my my ideal amount of sleep is probably about six hours anything more than that and i i feel kind of logy so but uh that's that's an aside okay switch i know i know why dan why go ahead undiagnosed sleep apnea yeah i don't know it, it, i didn't notice anything alarming on my fitbit thing that tracks sleep so, so a mild case of sleep apnea could be means you're not getting uh enough oxygen when you sleep yeah, and no, that's no. why yeah I, i'm pretty sure we all have it probably i don't know if i could sleep with a mask on though yeah no i'll die before i do that yeah <laughs> Me too. <laughs> if they had a less invasive, I I can't have like sometimes I can't even have blankets on me when I sleep because uh, claustrophobia. I definitely couldn't have something on my face. No, not one bit. I get like a weird feeling when like my pillows are too low on the bed. <laughs> like I'm a weird sleeper. Can't wear socks unless it's absolutely frigid. I sleep in the Arctic too. Uh, anyway, yeah, Switch is their favorite gaming device. 100 hours of Zelda, 15 hours of Platoon 2, and beat Mario Odyssey. 40 hours in Stardew Valley, trying to woo Shane. <laughs> Sorry, isn't Shane the one? Which one's one, yeah, which one's he? Does he work? He's the one that works at uh, Joja, right? Yeah, the Joja Mart, the quiet one, brood. right? Yeah, he's kind of brooding. He's friends with Abigail because Abigail's my my gal. Doesn't he have like a troubled past or something like that, though? Maybe. Yeah, he did. He yeah that yeah he did. Because remember, I hated on him, and then I felt bad once I. You learned of his. Yeah, past. I dove into his character a little bit. Yeah, uh, I noticed too when I, the first time I played Stardew Valley, I put off the relationship stuff until very late in the game. 
Um, but this time I did a lot earlier, but I, I was a lot more, uh, you know, I knew what to do in my, on my switch playthrough of, of Stardew Valley. I'm not done yet. I just got into winter of the second year. So, um, I'm pr- you know, closing in on the third year. I think I have 55 hours wow. on the switch. Um, it's perfect for the switch. Another game that's perfect for the switch. Uh, and I hardly ever use console mode either. Um, it's most games I played, I played probably 90 to 95% in handheld mode. Um, just because I, the reason why I don't have a console partially is because I don't like to monopolize the TV, which is why the switch is such a great console for me. You know, my wife can watch something or we can have hockey on, on the TV and I can still play video games at the same time, which is fantastic. And they're not, you know, handheld games. So they're full on like, you know, triple a, experiences you know so yeah definitely handheld i can vouch for eric now playing mostly in handheld i know he probably played mostly docked before before the baby came along but i know he's he talked about you know how much he played docked or switch uh handheld sorry i pretty much play it depends on the game really uh, which one I play more like a game like Mario Rabbids. I was cool playing handheld more than docked, but a game like Zelda or Super Mario Odyssey, I kind of prefer being docked. Yeah. I think the only game I really played a lot docked was Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart's another one I like docked uh, more too. Just because I like, you know, the having it on the TV. And yeah. that's usually one I'll be playing with someone. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been mostly mostly on the TV docked mode, but a game like stardew Valley, um, uh, golf story is another one that I'm, yeah. I prefer playing handheld. I okay. project project Octopath traveler will be another one that I'll probably be more than happy to play, uh, handheld. Yeah. Even, even breath of the wild. I played mostly handheld, probably 95% handheld only a little yeah. bit on the TV just to experiment. Yeah. With what it looked like on the TV. It looks really good, but just, it's just way more convenient for me to play it on in handheld mode. Uh, and yeah, we talked about it earlier, but I would like to see everything on the, on the switch other than maybe first person shooters. Uh, like I think if like Metro Exodus came out on the switch, I probably wouldn't play it there. I'd probably just play it on PC. So. I think the switch is slowly taking over our lives and we just don't know it yet. Oh, I knew it. I I knew it was uh, when I heard about it and what it, what the device was, I knew I would, I would love it. Corey's gonna have to be the voice of reason since he doesn't have one. <laughs> he he wants one though. I do want one. I miss playing uh laying on my back with my hands apart. Oh that was awesome. feeling. Yeah. It's good stuff. So that was from Amanda. So thank you, Amanda. Good to hear from you again. Mm-hmm. Um didn't Amanda win the game giveaway? No, yeah, Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, you're right. Let me see. Let me see. She, she usually writes it on Facebook, so I'm going to double check and make sure. Somebody won it. I don't remember. Last week? Uh, yeah. You guys ran. It was Rachel, guys, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she wrote us back. See what game she wanted. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're good. 
Don't want to miss it. All right. The next is from Tate who says, what's up guys. This will be quick, but I want to know if there's a game that if it was coming out, you would be so freaking excited that before even hearing anything about it, other than the fact that it was coming out, you would pre-order the deluxe $100 version with all DLC and everything. Can be any kind of game, a continuation of the old franchise perhaps, which is what mine would be. If they announced a new Knights of the Old Republic RPG was coming out, I would lose my shit. I'd pre-order that as soon as I could with all the trimmings. Anyways, hope you are all doing well. Go Eagles. Fuck Tom Brady. Tate. Oh, I wish Eric was here to talk a little bit about football. Foosball. Yeah. Oh, I was irate last Sunday. Yeah, this is the two teams I did not want to see in the Super Bowl. I right. I haven't stormed away from the TV from a sporting event in like four years. And our father can attest that I threw my phone onto the couch and stormed out of the room. The I, only of the little, I, I only watched a little bit of each of the beginnings of the games and that was it. But yeah, man, what an uninteresting Super Bowl, at least for me. Yeah, me too. I don't like the Eagles because I'm a Giants fan, and I'm tired of seeing the Patriots win all the time. So I don't think I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I don't want to, but I will watch it. I'll watch it just for the snacks. Well, yeah, that's that's just it. Yeah, you're right. It's one of my favorite snack days. It's a good snack day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I So right after the matchups were set, I was floating around on the internet and some sports writer or something posted a video. This is why I'll be rooting for the Patriots. And I was like, well, how could you root for the Patriots? And then I watched the video and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And it was just a montage of Eagles fans doing (laughs) terrible things. (laughs) And I get like, I get that happens everywhere. And I'm sure you could put together a montage of any team, but it just hit me in the right way at the right moment where I'm like, yeah, fuck the Eagles. I'm going to root for the Patriots. (laughs) So that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, sure. Totally. <laughs> okay, on to his question. What game would we pre-order sight unseen just because it was coming out? And the the deluxe version. <clears throat> I sort of just did that with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Fighters. I saw it got announced, didn't even watch gameplay, and bought it on Xbox. That's a bold move. Because Dragon Ball games have traditionally not been great. Yeah, I really picked the good, the good one to do you it. Did. You, got, you lucked out. I was watching um, gameplay from it, and it looks amazing. It yeah, looks like you're playing an anime. I didn't Damn even it. talk Stop about talking it. Stop talking highly Sorry. about it. I really don't want to have to buy it. I don't know what it plays like. It looks nice. I, I, In my opinion, I'm not counting Smash because it's, di- it's different. It's not yeah. like the Street Fighter type of game. It's the best fighting game I've played. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was the beta, and the beta was a hot mess. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, I can answer. For me, um, it would be anything Final Fantasy VI, like sequel, remake, anything, spinoff. Sign me up. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the it's kind of escape. What's the word I'm looking for? Safe bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm gonna go a little bit strange here. I'm gonna say a Saints Row reboot. So I think they're gonna have to reboot after the events of Saints Row Four. Uh, I think it's gonna happen, and they always have wacky 
promotional items with that. I mean, they they made the dildo bats for <laughs> oh, yeah. for Saints Row, Saints Row the Third, I think it was. <clears throat> so that would be the game I think that that I would pick, uh, just because it's going to have something wacky. In it, yeah, you know? that's a good pick. Oh, new Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's the yeah. One that, that's got to be coming this year, right? I would. Maybe. It, it, maybe not a new one, but at least the Wii U version. Yeah, something. I think they're just going to announce that and being like, coming out next week. That's my dream. Now, I'm going to float this franchise. This is to Corey mainly because we hate this franchise now. Fallout. Yeah, don't don't sign me up day one, no way. Yeah, okay. Elder Scrolls about, 6. I was going to say Elder Scrolls. You can convince me, yeah. I could be convinced to pre-order that. I, I don't. I can't remember the last time, if ever, I've pre-ordered a game. I'm sure I have, like way back. But yeah, well, I know I pre-ordered. Well, I pre-ordered Switch games last year because the the Amazon twenty percent off or whatever. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I did with Zelda and the Switch. And you got yours on time, you jerk. Yeah, yeah. I hated that. Yeah, I sure did. Now, had to suffer. how about new Fallout, but it's made by Obsidian? I don't think I could be. There are so few games I could be convinced to, to pre-order. Like Nintendo games, I think I'm a lot more likely to pre-order because there's almost a guarantee of quality there. Yeah. That you don't get with other games. Even if it's not one of their better efforts, like it's still going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And polished, you know. Yep. Yeah, not not too many. That's a good question, though. That is a good question. Uh, Stardew Valley too. I'd, I'd be interested to hear Eric's input there. Uh, sequel to Stardew Valley, um, Terraria would be another one. I would. New Rocket League. Oh God! Now I'm thinking of them. Now they're coming <laughs> to me. What about Pyre too? Eh, little bit less likely. As much as I like the first Pyre. Okay. You never know. Yeah. That, that's something they could screw up. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like there's less potential to screw up another Rocket League or another Terraria. Oh, definitely. You just got to have, cra- like, well, for Terraria, a bunch of craftable places and crazy worlds, and you're in. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was from yep. Tate giveaway or do we have more nope we have one more okay it's a new one uh so this is from cameron who says thumbstick athletes cameron hair quick update finished need for speed i really enjoyed the cameos from various celebs in the car community it was interesting meeting a group of guys like risky devils or ken block and in the game you're expected to know them but i would quit the game watch some of their youtube videos would be floored by their car control and then go back into into game it got me thinking, how do these professional drivers view driving video games? Do they grow up on them like we did? Uh, do they think driving games are silly for kids? Or is there a part of them that realizes this is realistically as close as some of us will ever get to driving a supercar? Next, on to Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Major spoilers ahead, but you have all had enough time. Let me walk you through my journey. It starts with the mini cutscene to set the stage. Mom is dead. Dad is sick. Must save him. Okay, good to go. 
I wasn't happy with the lack of English or subtitles. I thought it was holding back character development. I carried on through the game and was very, very frustrated with the controls. It was difficult to get each of the brothers working together or not confusing controls. As well, I know I was constantly uh, getting annoyed with as at the little brother as his response uh, to in-game events was to do childish things. Now, obviously, I was impressed with the visuals and the world building. It was beautifully done, uh, and something it did perfectly was not answer all of my questions. It was here that my view on uh, not being able to understand them. Uh, it created a world that I was dropped into that was larger than I knew, and it left me wanting exposition that I would not get, and that was, in the end, tantalizing. <laughs> then the unexpected happened. You see, I thought the dad might die, but what I did not see was the older brother getting killed. When it happened, I let a long fuck, and then it hit me. I would keep <laughs> trying to use the controls that I had been ingraining my brain for hours and hours, but there was not the older brother. The older brother was my left hand, and would keep putting my hand down and pressing the keys, and then get reminded, oh man, he's gone. Over and over, it was a hard habit to break, and just when you get over it and put your left hand squarely on the beer bottle, you start hitting roadblocks, and the younger brother can't get through. Well, I have thought that that only later I realize is exactly what the creators want me to do. Yeah. I think if only my big brother was still here, he would do this. And I press the key on my left hand and the little brother channels the strength and skill of his dead older brother, man, what a heartbreaker. And then I see the very, very sad ending. The father is saved, but at what cost the final scene sees him grappling with the death of his oldest son. And it's kind of his fault. So in conclusion, all the concerns and frustrations ended up being intentional mechanics designed to punch me right in the feels. My Ah. opinion went from a meh at two hours into damn, I'm kind of speechless at the end. This is one you guys recommend recommended. So I appreciate it. I went on to to the moon, but it won't run on my good computer. So I'm pulling out an old laptop out of, garage music duty and i will play it on that that's all for now looking forward to a big four in february would like to see a little list of what each of you recommend for a pc guy okay a lot to touch on there first let's talk about uh oh uh like ken block ken block um i know from rally racing and he was a either a skateboarder or bmxer before uh, and then I think like kind of as a lot of, uh, those extreme athletes, like as they get older and can't really do that sort of stuff in the more anymore, they go into car racing, specifically rally racing. There's a few of them that do it. Like, uh, Dave Mira, former BMXer is now a, a, a rally racer. Yeah. There's a couple others that do it too, uh, which I thought was interesting. Cause you know, I watched those guys doing extreme sports growing up and now I kind of watch them doing rally, uh, <laughs> as, as an adult. So. Is I don't think the BMX stuff is as popular nowadays either, is it? I have no I, idea. I don't. I could be out of touch with younger culture. I don't think so, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm way out of touch with younger culture, so I have. I have zero clue. I just. Uh, I never, I never just thought remember, I'd be that guy, but. Well, I just remember like when I was a kid, like people were BMXing and skateboarding and stuff like that. But now I don't see that happen. Well, they're, that's because they're all inside trying to get subscribers on their YouTube channel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Things yeah, have changed. Yeah, you're right. There's the, uh, it's, it's an easier life trying to do that than it is trying to get good, <laughs> get good at those extreme sports. Mash yep. that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could sit at your computer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I can imagine they find it. You know, I think they those type of people probably just want people to like be into cars, you know, 
whether that's in video games or, you know, a lot of times video game stuff transitions into real life interests. Um, my interest in rally stems from playing rally video games, uh, rally sport challenge specifically on the Xbox. And I realized how cool rally was. Uh, and I watch it occasionally in real life, not as often as I would like, but yeah. At least that's my thought, right? Yeah. Uh, brothers, brothers, of tale two sons loved it. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to print out um, what you wrote about brothers and frame it and hang it on the wall because <laughs> I, it's perfect. And uh, the the way you came to your realization and everything, I I think is really awesome. And it's something I've been I've been talking about ever since we started this podcast. Is you know, as a defender of video games, I always try to to try to make the games as art argument. And I think brothers brothers is one of the best examples of that. The the unique uh, aspect of games is that you know you're participating, and the way they can play with that participation is what makes games unique. And and their 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 way to enter um, art, I think, is through that. And yeah, Brothers is a perfect example, and you described it perfectly. So yeah, k- kudos. Yeah, yeah, I mean something like that's not always done well, but I, this is probably the shining example of of that specific thing, you know. Yep. Um you you're breaking that fourth wall type of thing, you know, using the players' emotions uh against them, you know. First yeah. it's using their frustration with with figuring out how everything works and then you get comfortable and then they break that. Like it's it's it was brilliantly done and it was all on purpose, which mm-hmm. is even more amazing cuz sometimes that stuff sort of happens as a happy accident too, but it wasn't. It, you could tell that was by design. So it was that game was amazing. So, yep. That's why I'm uh, a little excited about the that I forget the game that I previewed that's coming out oh, the same a way out a way out, a way yep. out, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to end up. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Um, to the moon, can't get it to run on his new computer, so he's putting it on his old laptop. I believe that's on mobile devices too. I don't know how it runs on mobile devices, so I can't comment on that. But I'm pretty sure it's available on like iOS and Android. So maybe if you have a tablet, or even if you have, if you have a phone with a big screen, that might work. I don't know about the controls though. Oh, so yeah. To the Moon has the same curse as Diablo 2 on new computers. It's on, on everything. Yeah. On everything. Some Sometimes they'll get it running on uh, printers and uh, refrigerators. The, the TI-89 or whatever. Yep. Like Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, tips. Four in February. Ooh, like yeah. A little list of what each of you recommend for a PC guy. Hmm. So, well, let's think of some PC specific for in February games. Oh man, PC specific games. Slay the Spire doesn't have to be. I gotta look. Slay the Spire. Yeah, I should bring out my Steam library. I'm trying to think um, based on Cam's gaming interests. Seems kind of in line with ours. If you know he enjoyed To the Moon or enjoyed um, Brothers and is interested in To the Moon. Um, uh, I don't know if I have any solo, like solely PC games. Yeah, yeah, I'm struggling here. I'm just looking at what I own, hoping that will inspire me. But that's what I'm doing too. Life is Maybe, strange. Um, 
Cam, maybe do it this way. Send us a list of games you're mildly interested in, and we can make some recommendations based off that. Yeah, tweet it at us, and then in our group at, group message, we'll brainstorm what we should or what it should be, and then we'll tweet yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah or e- email, email, whatever. We'll we'll see it. Somebody will see it. Or if you have a library, pick games that are in your library. Uh, sorry, sorry, I play had, Life uh, is Strange. Life is Strange, yes. Yeah, both, both of them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, good short games. Will picked uh, Will picked a good one, I think, in Oxen Free, mm-hmm. which is a point and click adventure with a pretty cool story. If you're into that kind of thing. Oh yeah. What else was picked today? Dan picked Portal Two. That's not PC specific, but Finding Paradise got picked twice. Both, both Portal and Portal Two though are classics and should yep. be played. Yep, yep. Yeah, send us a list and um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll pick, suss it pick, out. Pick some games for only because there's so much to choose from. It's hard to make recommendations, right? Yep. Yeah. Because we would probably lean indie, I would think. Right? Just because just they're shorter. Yeah. Yeah. You never, yep. You never know how much time one has to put into a game. Okay. Uh, so that was from Cam. So yeah, Cam, let us know. We'll we'll get you a list before next week. Okay. Game giveaway. Game giveaway. So we've got, who do we have? We have Amanda, number one, Tate, number two, Cam, number three. And the winner is number one, Amanda. Amanda. All right, Amanda. One Games one through 183. The first one up is 34. The Beginner's Guide. Oh, okay. That's, that's a good one. Uh, I enjoyed The Beginner's Guide. It's... The setup is um, the narrator. It's very indie, very experimental game. But the narrator is walking you through um, games that a friend of his has developed, portions of games that a friend of his has developed. And, of course, there's a personal story that goes along with them, and it's really, really interesting Um, and, and takes a turn that was a little unexpected. So there's that. Uh, 136. Fez. Man is getting the good games. Fez is awesome. It's really hard, but it's awesome. Game number three, 49, is Puzzle Agent 2. Puzzle Agent 2. I don't, I'm not familiar with Puzzle Agent. Any of you guys? Yeah. Nope. What's the what's the idea behind that one? Do you I'm know? familiar with it in that I've heard of it. Okay. I think it's gotten <laughs> brought up before in our game giveaway. 101 is Polybridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> Polybridge. Uh, this may be... Some of these games are mobile only. Mobile? Um, really? I think so. Wasn't there at one point... Wasn't, wasn't Humble doing like mobile game packs? Yeah, but did any of us buy them is the question. I know I bought a bunch of game packs, so maybe maybe mobile ones. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I have Polybridge Android on ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could be Steam, but Polybridge very very popular puzzle game. 
Uh, oh, the next one is the next number 102, The Swapper. Wow. That's a good list. Yeah, so is that five? Yeah, so Amanda, your options are The Beginner's Guide, Fez, Puzzle Agent 2, Polybridge, and The Swapper. What are you guys picking if you had to pick? Knowing what you know. Uh, hmm. Probably The Swapper. That's so, just because that's one I want to play. That's actually one I should have put on my foreign February list. Not that it would have gotten picked, but Oof. I'm leaning. I'm leaning the beginner's guide, but I know that game could be kind of obtuse for a lot of people. Hmm. Uh, so my second choice would probably be the swapper. It just depends on what you're looking for. If you're just looking for uh, a game experience versus like an actual video game, go with the beginner's guide because it is pretty interesting. Um, but if you don't like puzzle games, I wouldn't recommend the swapper because it can get pretty difficult. Or yeah. Fez. Yeah, same with Fez. So Polly Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> might be might be looking at Polly Bridge here. <laughs> I mean these I think these other than Puzzle Agent 2, which I know nothing about, these are all p- pretty good games, so Yeah. Good selection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Um, just briefly, Rachel, your options are Beyond Eyes, Magic Battle, Festa, Back to the Future of the Game, Morph Blade, Medal of Honor, and Poker Night 2. Uh, and we still owe Miguel one of Race the Sun, Battlefield 3, Dear Esther, Gary's Mod, A Game of Thrones, a Telltale Game Series. So Nice. Just let us know. Oh, Tate. We owe Tate a game, too. Has he picked? I don't believe so. Crisis 2 Maximum Edition on the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness, Episode 1. Game of Thrones, a Telltale Game Series, Puzzle Agent 1, Mythic Wonders, The Philosopher's Stone. Uh-huh. Just let us know. Yeah. We should, um, maybe we should say this at the beginning of the episode because I wonder if people just don't listen to this point. Or maybe we uh-huh. should tweet it out or something, you know, post it on Facebook or something. Or just reply to their message. Although you don't, wouldn't necessarily want to spoil it if they want to hear that they won on their uh, episode. That is true. Episode. Maybe we should put it up front. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's worth worth thinking about anyway. Uh, so next week we're probably looking at Dragon Ball Fighter Z, right? Well, yeah, I'm ready. Potentially, maybe. I'll bring it home. Uh, we're also going to do a Life is Strange before the Storm Hangover, or maybe a full episode, depending on what we decide to do at some point. Right? We're not going to do that tonight correct no i can't tonight at this point yeah i'm i'm too tired also so old we're all old except for will and i'm the most tired right now i'm barely awake i gotta go upstairs and play darkest dungeon so yeah i'll probably end up playing something who am i kidding i'm not going to bed so yeah uh likely dragon ball fighter z for next week uh that'll do it for episode 340 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm will Corey, thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.